society seems a bit sensitive, yet I continuously hear the phrase desensitized. Hey, you guys, it's Coach Taylor here with the Taylor Training Podcast, where we'll be discussing any and everything related to health and wellness. I received a download this morning, and it was about meditation. A few weeks ago, I came across this video where a gentleman was expressing what meditation isn't. I think he was wanting people to follow him or join his group so that he can show people what he knows or believes to be meditation. Some of his points that he mentioned were meditation isn't the pretty colors, the nice smells, the incense, the sage burning, or if you have that magical feeling while meditating. He expressed that this isn't meditation. And I agree, but I think it's necessary to get the most out of your meditation. In my experience with meditation, in order for me to get to the point where I can meditate, to free my mind, to disassociate with my thoughts, and just to let them slide by, I have to go through the process of seeing these pretty colors, of smelling these sweet smells, allowing my body to relax. He went on to state that these are mere stimulations to the body senses, which I do agree. But for me as a stroke survivor, as a person with limited mobility that has had limitations and limited access to muscles and movement, I've had to use devices to stimulate different parts of my body in order for it to relax. As a stroke survivor, I've dealt with spasticity where the muscle spasms and tent muscle spasms tense up for no reason, no apparent reason. I've dealt with muscle tone where the muscles is resistant to passive movement. I've dealt with atrophy and so many other things that most stroke survivors experience. That cause that cause nothing but pain. But with certain stimulation, my body senses it's allowed me to relax so I can experience more fluid movement. So in my opinion, I don't think anybody can tell you how to get to your meditation because you can meditate doing so many different things. Currently, I'm reading a book called Peace is Every Step by Thich Nhat Hanh. Hopefully I said that right. In his work, he speaks about different types of meditation. Walking meditation, sitting meditation, meditating while you're in a car at a red light, and how meditation is just being present in the moment, connecting mind, body, and spirit. It's breathing. That breath allows us to recenter back into the present moment because the present moment is all that really matters. The present moment is where life is really occurring. It's neither past nor future. The download I received this morning connected all this back to society. How society tells us that we're desensitized, but yet and still overstimulates us. For instance, with the news broadcasting police brutality toward melanated people, going to the grocery store, and having various options, the different content that people are able to post now is vast 
and very far in between different topics. We've constantly seen it depicted over and over and over again to the point where we see it as if it's like it's not happening or it's like, oh, they're back at it again. Almost to the point where we pretty much don't care. Well, we care. It's just after seeing it done over and over and over again, we no longer relate or associate ourselves to it to seeing that person being brutalized on television. We don't see them as a person too much anymore. We don't see them as ourselves. We don't see the human. We we can no longer empathize with that person anymore. Especially when the backstory that they love to paint in the media doesn't give per give that person human characteristics anymore it paints them as an animal as a savage you know as this person that doesn't have feelings anymore that empathy empathy is completely gone it got me thinking maybe we're not overstimulated maybe we're just under stimulated goes back to my example with the stroke right our yin and yang are out of balance for instance many children in our society are always told that they are bad when they act out but in reality they're being expressive maybe they're just being too talkative or maybe they're they have some hurt feelings Many children grow up thinking that being talkative is a negative thing because they were deemed as a bad child for doing so. There are so many children in this world that will never know what love really is until they are able to give it to themselves. So many that can say, I don't know what a hug feels like. I don't know what love looks like. People tell me they love me, but what does love look like? What does that feel like? And now we're in a society where they talk about kids not giving a flying F about anybody's feelings or emotions that they can just go around and kill you without batting an eye. All these mass shootings that occur, but yet and still, we are allowing AI to take over. I think it's because we no longer see ourselves in each other. We no longer see the God in one another. We don't know what it looks like. We don't know what it feels like. We don't know what self-respect looks like. We don't know what self-love looks like and can't call a spade a spade when it comes to our emotional intelligence because people have been telling us the wrong things. And then it got me thinking, high-level conversations. Yes, it's a podcast, but to have a high-level conversation is so stimulating. I can only speak for myself when I, when I have a high-level conversation that's not just gossip, when I can actually have a high-level conversation, the magnitude of the stimulation 
the tranquility, the aura, the feel good is such a natural high. If we want to talk about desensitization, let's talk about the habits or our coping mechanisms. The things that we're addicted to that alters how we feel and how we respond. Those salts, sugars, alcohol, food, sex, etc. Mask our ability to deal with self and our connection with spirit. Or maybe we're overstimulated with the things that aren't necessarily nourishing to the mind, body, and spirit. Then this got me thinking. Women's bodies and men wanting to be women and women wanting to be men has been a very popular topic of discussion. When a woman's needs are taken care of, it's easy for her to be a nurturer. It's the nature of a woman to be nurturing. But women also have the other side because both men and women, nature versus nurture is fluid. We are human beings. We are mammals. We are gods. We are one. We can flip it on and flip it off. Men can be just as nurturing as women and women can be just as nurturistic as men when the opportunity presents itself. Have you ever known a woman that needs to be protective of her young when there is no presence of a man? It comes from within, right? I don't believe that a man should be responsible for taking care of a woman's needs. Just as I don't believe or think that a woman should be responsible for taking care of all of a man's needs. It comes from within. If we're able to give ourselves the space and time as well as be a support to one another so that we had that individual time to sit with ourselves, to give ourselves that self-love, that self-care and to take care of our needs to stimulate the gods and goddesses within to connect with spirit that's power that's a power couple i've heard of and seen where men are taking care of everything a woman doesn't have to lift a finger everything's taken care of all that is expected of her all that is expected of her i'll say it again all that is expected of her is to be at home raise the children swipe the car be domesticated and guess what she still isn't happy same with the man personally i don't believe in the line happy wife happy life everybody gotta be happy to be a happy life you got to be happy with yourself i'm really starting to understand this more and more as i get older if you ain't happy with yourself you're not going to be happy i know 50 60 70 year olds right now who are not happy with themselves and are miserable and you know the age old saying misery loves company So meditation can be utilized while doing so many different things. Meditation is connecting with breath. 
Meditation is allowing yourself to disassociate, to detach from everyday life, to be able to sit in the present moment. One thing that I learned while watching a video on YouTube about the monk lifestyle is that monks start off with chanting, then go within so that they're saying it in their heads and then they go silent. Once they go silent, they're able to go deeper. I think that's because they allow for stimulation of the body. Now, and I've been on a few meditative journeys myself, right? And I've seen the pretty colors. I burned the sage, the incense, the palio santo, but I know that that's not meditation. That's only to get the body, my vessel, comfortable to sit with self so that my mind can connect with my body and my spirit can connect and talk with both. Otherwise, things like this would transpire. Things like this wouldn't transpire. This is a download from meditation. And I went through the entire process of having to stimulate my body to even get to this idea, to this thought. And every time I meditate, I go through the same process. Those things put my body at ease. People with anxiety or depression, they need a stimulant to bring them back down. Essential oils help people who have anxiety. When we have pain, our pain receptors can be soothed by certain essential oils, massage, um, tapping, touch, a hug. I literally have a device called an e-stem machine that stimulates the muscles and neurons in my body so that my body can learn how to fire. I say all of this just to say that maybe society isn't desensitized. Maybe we're under-stimulated. Alright, last example. We wear shoes that have a cushion on the foot all day long. When we walk outside, we don't feel the ground. With the shoes on the soles of the feet, the feet are protected so that they are so they are essentially lacking stimulation and maybe desensitization is the same as under stimulation or maybe we're so overstimulated that we need more stimulation just to be stimulated that's a mouthful and that's crazy to even think about that's crazy that maybe we're overstimulated to the point where we need more stimulation to be stimulated, which is possible because in the world of personal training, right? We work out, we fatigue our muscles, right? And at some point they're going to give out. They're not gonna work, wanna work anymore. So now they need a new stimulus to come in to rejuvenate, revitalize them so that they can start functioning and firing back again. 
that ice bath <laughs> that no one likes to take that cold plunge that's a stimulus but it's a it's a different kind of stimulus from our everyday workout that revitalizes the body maybe we need to take a break from the news from social media from the television so that we can get a different kind of stimulus to bring us back to reality to bring us back to our empathic selves this is something to think about so let me know so let me know let me know what you think are you or are we i should say are we as a society really desensitized or are we overstimulated or are we understimulated or are we a mix of both hell who knows so this is coach taylor signing out okay thank you for tuning in to taylor training podcast you can email me at taylortrainingcoaching at gmail.com that is not my email ah that's not the email <laughs> my bad that is the website my bad you can email me at taylortrainingllc at gmail.com y'all can get at me on the socials you can dm me primarily on instagram at taylortraining that's with a d t-a-y-l-o-r-d t-r-a i-n-i-n-g and check out our website at taylortrainingcoaching.com that's it that's all you have a blessed one as always everything is motivation peace out